In the previous episode of the Makers and Shakers Society... I'd love to go to Paris. Our son here doesn't approve of flying. Seriously? And why? Climate change? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. How does it feel to be finally finished high school? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what I should do next year. You need to get out of Kingston. Yeah? Most of the people we know in Kingston are trying to live the dream of being white and privileged. (laughs) I'm tired of it. Look, Ollie, you and I, we're good friends. You know that, right? But this exclusivity thing is crap, if that's what you're looking for. I love Leah, but she struggles with her own privileged and comfortable contradictions. Sometimes this whole radical thing becomes a performance she's putting on for an audience of one, herself. You all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? The Makers and Shakers Society, Episode 3. It was over 50 years ago, but I'm still tormented by memories of 2019 and after. This morning, I walked through what was once the university campus. The weather's turned, freezing rain whipped my face. Ironically, the rugby field remains a desolate, soggy meadow, unlike the batches of forest that have exploded between ruined buildings everywhere else. I recognized stunted dogwood, lavender, horsetail, and other plants that handle toxic soil. Grace once read me a quote from an Italian Marxist. The crisis consists precisely in the fact that the old is dying and the new cannot be born. In this space, a great variety of morbid symptoms appear. Okay, okay, let's get started. Excuse me, attention please. I'm Dr. Edwards, and this class is Psychology 102. That September, I was the only maker and shaker left in Kingston. Leah got into the University of British Columbia, as she had hoped. Seth and Grace both ended up at the University of Toronto. Molly went to Trent in Peterborough, while Ridley started at Guelph. My marks were good enough that I managed to get into Queens, and despite all the tensions, I continued living at home. Behavior and environment, including such things as the influence of gender and culture. Let's start out this morning by asking just one simple question. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words, and yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering, people are dying, entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. Blah, 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 is all you've got to say. 
return your gaze. No, 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 that's where the bridge starts. Okay, yeah, now I get it. Uh, start with verse two again. Okay, one, two, three, four. So sorry, so sorry, it's too late to- My lifeline was music. That's how a beautiful failure was formed. I'd been playing with another guitarist, Lenny Devo, and he knew Dara, who was learning bass, and another woman, Jessie, a self-taught drummer. They were happy to let me write the songs. Lenny was good at arrangements. people noticed, didn't it? Maybe. Jenny Mueller, a student in Film 110. We ended up sitting next to each other at the back for one of the screenings. So, uh, have you seen the Battle of Algiers before? <laughs> Are you kidding? Never. What do you think? Oh, I think it's great. I didn't know anything about that guerrilla war against the French in North Africa. But the violence was... yeah... Disturbing. <laughs> yeah, me too. It, it makes you think, though. Oh, that's for sure. The next week, she sat beside me again. I found her refreshingly honest and positive. We decided to go out. Dinner was at Kingston's only vegan restaurant, my choice. The menu included a lot of bowls, Mediterranean, Asian fusion, Aztec, Aristotle and stuff. She had a spicy black bean burger with a side order of oven-baked frites, and I had the zucchini noodle copernata. The other kids on my floor seem to think it's like okay if your grades drop in first year. Mm. They say that's like normal. I got really good grades in high school, so I'm like, no, mine are going to stay high. I'm not afraid of hard work and tough challenges. I don't apologize for being ambitious. Uh, what are you taking? Mm, good question. I think I'm gonna major in psychology and do some social work. I want to make a difference in this world. But I do need to make money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, what are you majoring in? Honestly, I don't know yet. What I really want to do is play music. Music? Like, what kind of music? Uh, songs. I write songs. Uh, my band plays mostly originals. Oh, so, w wait a sec, you're in a band? Yeah. Seriously? Seriously. It's called Beautiful Failure. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, I actually used to go out with this guy who was in a band in Milton. It's called Beasts of Burden. Have you ever heard of it? I don't think so. Oh. Uh, my favorite singer right now is Camila Cabello. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's good. People don't realize how much work she does for Save the Children and these fundraising concerts she does for immigrants. I had no idea. And people say that uh, her relationship with Shawn Mendes is all just a publicity stunt, but I don't believe it for a second. I didn't know they were a couple. Yeah, it's pretty recent, actually. Just a month or so. Hmm. Mm -hmm. As the meal progressed, 
She focused her attention on the finer points of celebrity gossip. She knew more about the private lives of Ariana Grande, Camila Cabello, and Taylor Swift than I thought possible. I couldn't find a diplomatic way of saying that celebrity gossip never mattered to me. So Jenny and I continued to be film class friends, but there were no more dates. I attempted to go out with two other women, but these ended up the same way. The third time it happened, it dawned on me that I was mostly to blame. When you're down at the university, they say it's wisdom that you seek. But it's boring professors and indifferent tutors each week. Rich kids buy their essays. Hello? Ollie. Leah, how are you? I'm good, Ollie. Sorry, I haven't replied to your emails. That's okay. I just heard from Grace. Seth, Grace, and I are all going to be in Kingston over Christmas. We want to have a Makers and Shakers reunion. Yeah, sure. When? Tuesday night. Okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah, listen. We're not going to believe this. Grace and Seth are now dating. Grace and Seth? Yeah, they're in Extinction Rebellion at U of T. I can't imagine it, but it's a fact. They're now a power couple. <laughs> uh, thanks for telling me. Well, I'll text you the time on Tuesday. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. We decided to have our reunion at the waterfront. Light December snow was falling. We could see our breath. Bits of ice forming on the lake. Oh, yes! It's so beautiful down here tonight. I feel like I've been away from Kingston for years instead of months. Same, Leah. So much has happened. Oh, at UBC, there's this one professor, Homer Levitin. He's forced me to re-examine things. Like, as far as he's concerned, all the agendas, left or right, must be questioned. Okay, climate change is just far too urgent to be burdened with ideological positions. There are many things governments could do with regulations like tomorrow. We don't need to smash capitalism <laughs> next week. Leah Zhang, are you turning liberal out there in Birkenstockland? Yes, 100%, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I still think capitalism needs to get smashed. Eventually, <laughs> yes. Maybe before eventually. You just want to smash. <laughs> I mean, you know. I'm taking some good courses too. Uh, but what really forced me to re-examine my views was going to COP25 with Seth. Mm -hmm. oh, I heard COP25 was a big disappointment, no? Uh, the official part, yes. But we were in the streets outside the convention center. We went with these two people. We met Biscayne and Magus from Treaty 60 Action Network, mm -hmm. the organization that Seth's mother works for. Oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were part of a huge cool. delegation of indigenous people from around the world. And when you hear what they have to say about climate change, it forces you to like see people's blind spots. Yeah, you know? absolutely. It's rich North Americans like us who generate the most greenhouse gases, yet the people who emit the least, those in the poorer countries, they suffer the worst of the consequences. Mm. We already knew that intellectually, but it really hit in the gut when we were there. Biscayne and Magus introduced us to a whole new group of activists. Yeah, I've discovered an incredible artist-activist community in Vancouver, too. There's this one performance artist named Dina Jones. She's 
brilliant. Mm -hmm. You know, she's over identity politics and just straight queer bisexual categories. Like, screw the binary, right? She sounds amazing. No, she is. And we started going out. Okay, yeah, she, she's 28, and I, I can't tell you how weird and, and amazing it's been, like, being with someone like that. Oh, that's great, Leah. Yeah. I hope we get to meet her sometime. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ollie? What have you been up to? Oh, you know, uh, I've been going to Fridays for the Future events. The new kids are fine, and the seniors they keep coming. Hey, didn't I hear you started a band? Yeah. Mm. It's been good. Uh, we're getting gigs. Are there any this week? Well, yeah. A Thursday night at Musicki. Let's all go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we totally should. I'd love that. Uh, thank you. Around the dawn, the bleach light of the future will soak you through. They don't even care how green you were. Nah, which party you voted for? Hey, will they even have air to breathe? Wanted to drink trees to adore? I don't think so. Fairy tales of unlimited growth help you sleep at night. Wake up, wake up, yeah, rip off the blindfolds of fear. We can't turn back, we can't turn back. We're the ones, we're the ones. Now the impossible must be done. Blah, 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 blah. Morning, Oliver. How is it going? Uh, just fine, thank you. So, I am going to put you to work right away. Are you okay with that? Yeah, of course. Right. In January, I started working at Terra Natural Foods. Hey, Lennon. Please meet Oliver. He is starting here this morning. Could you please show him how you restock the shelves? Sure. Nice to meet you, Oliver. Lennon. The person who trained me loved graphic novels, games, and neo-paganism. Meditation was the cure for most ills. They were the first trans person I ever got to know well. Here you have it. Oat milk, all the way from the UK. Designed by baristas for baristas. Just what members of the hipwazee like you need for your vegan lattes. Hipwazee? What is that? The new hip bourgeoisie man? <laughs> I didn't invent the term, look it up. The bourgeoisie that's like all for veganism, sustainable fashion, and progressive politics. And what's wrong with that? It's just a fad. It's cool branding. The wokarati. And somehow you think that I'm a member of this group? Hey, just kidding, Ollie. 
but I did see you down at City Hall on Friday carrying a sign. Mm, Fridays for future, if the hat fits. The shoe. It's if the shoe fits. Whatever, like, you get the idea. So there's something wrong with fighting to reduce climate change? Look, global warming is a bad thing. We all get that, right? I'm all in favor of doing things to, like, reduce it. But I'm tired of people posting pictures of themselves on Instagram, bragging about how good they are because they protest. It's called virtue signaling, by the way. You could look that one up, too. So you don't protest, then? When I was younger, I was involved in trans activism. So why did you stop? I don't know. A lot of effort for not that much return. But, I mean, society has changed around queer issues. You have to admit that. Maybe. But I want to be an individual instead of a representative of some subgroup. Things are going to get really bad, really fast, Lennon, unless we can all get together and fight. Oh, is that what they're teaching you at Queens these days? I don't know. I just quit. Interesting. I just assumed you were... It was not what I expected. I thought I might learn more about how the world works, but instead I was forced to listen to professors spouting off their own opinions every day. Congratulations. I tried university too a couple of years ago. I decided I could learn a lot more on my own. And? It's been great. This is World Report for March 14th, 2020. My name is Jane Watterson. WHO has been assessing this outbreak around the clock and we're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. The COVID-19 viral disease that has swept into at least 114 countries and killed more than 4,000 people is now officially a pandemic, the World Health Organization announced yesterday. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said at a briefing in Geneva that even as he raised the health emergency to its highest level, hope remains that COVID-19 can be curtailed. And he urged countries to take action now to stop the disease. WHO has been in full response mode since we were not notified of the first cases. We have called every day for countries to take urgent and aggressive action. We have rung the alarm bell loud and clear. Hi, uh, Ollie? Did you get the call? Yeah, they're closing down the store for the weekend. They want me to come in tomorrow and start bagging everything in bins. I guess we all have to do our bit. It's so funny how they keep saying that. We're all in this together. What about people like us who have to work at the store? We're much more likely to get the virus than people who stay at home. And what about people like my mother who who clean at the hospital? What are they telling her? Not much. They just gave her this cheap mask. They say the doctors and the nurses need the good ones. The supply is low. Does she have contact with the coronavirus patients? Yes, she has to clean their rooms. Billy, Lennon's mother, was a cheerful woman with a wicked laugh. I would talk with her when she visited us at the store. She had that cigarettes and alcohol hardness in her face and body language. Today we are speaking with Dr. Hazel Sutherland, 
Research Chair in Climate and Society at McGill University. Dr. Sutherland, it, is the world ever going to be the same again? It's not that the world will never be the same again. It should never be the same again, because we must learn from this. And what is the most important lesson we need to learn? The coronavirus, in its way, is the canary in the coal mine. It is essentially a situation which requires very large levels of cooperation. What is crucial is that the world as a whole must learn to cooperate much more over the next five or ten years. And how well we do in managing this pandemic could be an indication of how well equipped we are to deal with the much larger issue of climate breakdown. Hello? Stuart, how are you? Hi, Oliver. I'm fine, thanks. You called? Yeah, uh, well, the school's saying that we're not allowed to uh, have face-to-face -face lessons anymore. They want me to start teaching online. Oh, boy. That doesn't sound good. No, it's not. It's, well, I think I'm just going to pack it in. No, no more lessons until this thing is over. Yeah, I understand. I'll miss you. Yeah, I'll, I'll miss you too. Yeah, but right now, I feel like I'm living inside of a, a dystopian sci-fi novel. I mean, we talk on video phones. We wear masks because of a global pandemic. and We're ruled by crazed dictators. No, I, I gotta take a break. I know what you mean. Early April. Hints of a warm spring. I was still awake at 2.20 a.m., cursing my insomnia, when Lennon called. Hi. Lennon? Oliver? Yeah. She died. They just told me. Uh, I don't know what to do. Oh, Lennon. She got the virus, Ollie. They said she probably got it from cleaning the rooms of corona patients. Uh, even though she wore the protective equipment they gave her, <laughs> they said that doesn't matter. I'm so sorry. You were worried about this. They, they wouldn't even let me talk to her. So, where are you right now? Look, the first thing I want you to do is to sit down, okay? Okay. Sitting. Then breathe, okay? Okay. Breathing. Okay. Now, tell me about your mother. In the spring of 2020, there were two funerals I was not allowed to attend. Billy had the virus for only a few days before dying on the ventilator. Lennon attended her cremation alone. Two weeks later, Stuart Kelly, my guitar teacher, 
ended his suffering quietly. His was a planned death. He had been struggling with a number of illnesses and felt that the time had come. A few of his close friends showed up that day to be with him in his final hours, despite the lockdown. I missed him far more than I thought possible. COVID-19 also spelled the end of beautiful failure. Lenny had been wanting to go solo, so he was happy about it. He started doing regular Facebook Live concerts from his living room. I was happy to stop playing noisy bars, but Jesse and Dara took it hard. I stopped playing music. I stopped calling people. I tried listening to music on YouTube to pass the time, but nothing sounded good. Sometimes I tried video trailers. Do you really want to see my boobs? Can I touch them? I'll see you tomorrow. I don't consider myself to be a particularly ethical person, but I am fair. My only connection to the world was going to work every day. Thankfully, I had a job to go to, dangerous as it was. How big is this thing going? I can't destroy my ex-wife's house. Is that possible? <laughs> Here? Yeah, good. That second pandemic summer, 2021, Lennon and I would go for long bike rides on days off and then picnic in Victoria Park. Do those people over there have guitars? Alas, it's a bunch of gray-haired folkies jamming. Glad they don't have amplifiers. <laughs> Come on, don't be so cynical. <laughs> oh, me? I'm not cynical. I'm just interested in different things. That's all. Like what? Okay, well, Dante and me have been experimenting with some neo-pagan rituals. Uh, you'd think I'd be cynical about that. Yes, I would <laughs> think that. Neo-pagan? Like, what? Well, okay, well, last Sunday, we cast a circle and summoned my ancestors. My nana and mom. And I know it sounds stupid, but... Believe me, it got really emotional. That makes sense, Lennon. You know, it's only been a few months. Yeah. 
I guess. It did feel good to talk to Billy. What did you say? Oh, all of the things I never had a chance to tell her when she was alive. Some good, some bad. That sounds kind of crazy. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Maybe someday I'll show you how it works. Okay, and I'll try to keep an open mind. The pandemic raged. The planet burned. A trucker's protest paralyzed Ottawa for weeks. Russia started an ugly war in Ukraine. I have a foggy memory of my parents' marital battles and Annika's ballooning distress. Because of COVID-19, Ron was working overtime on renovations. Kathy's novel had a lukewarm reception. No reception at all, she said. And then Ron found out about Kathy's affair with Rupert Madison. I was astounded at how meekly he responded. It, it was almost as if he expected it, felt it was somehow his fault. In September, Kathy took the train to Toronto where she had arranged to share a house with Jessica, another writer. I don't think Annika ever quite recovered from her departure. Ron tried his best. Things continued this way for two more years. Leah? Hi, Ollie. Uh, where are you? Uh... Albert Street. I'm going for a run. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It's good to hear from you. A lot's been happening lately. I thought I'd call and say hello. What are you doing these days? I hear rumors. I work for Amnira Anderson. Have you heard of her? Yeah, she's the Minister of Environment and Climate Change. She wants to be the new leader of the Liberal Party. How did you get connected with her? I started volunteering in her writing office back in 2020. I guess because of my age, I got put on social media duty. But <laughs> Nira saw pretty fast that I knew what I was doing. In a couple of months, I started getting paid. So that's why we don't hear from you. It's been insanely busy. When Amnira decided to run for the leadership, she asked me to write her speeches and be in charge of media strategy. That's great. You know, I've heard she's quite progressive on climate. Yeah, no, she goes further than anyone else in government. It's the kind of chance you'll only get once. If she wins, it'll really change things. You know, we've built this amazing volunteer network. Thousands of people are involved. It's a social media campaign to push climate to the top of the political agenda. And Grace and Seth are really helping. They've convinced Extinction Rebellion to endorse Amnira. Do you have any idea how radical that is? Yeah, I do. Well, skip the slacktivism. This is people actually making a difference. I guess I'm excited when I take a couple of seconds to look around. Uh, how are you, Ollie? I'm a lot better now that you've told me this. Good morning. My name is Alicia Cooper. This is World Report for April 16th, 2023. Yesterday, a surprise new candidate announced her desire to run for the leadership of the Liberal Party of Canada. Omnira Anderson, a physician from Vancouver who works with underhoused drug users, is currently the Minister of Environment and Climate Change. Do you remember how much public life in Canada and the world changed in 2023? 
The pandemic exposed the horrible inequalities like nothing else. The protests continued, except that increasingly they focused on climate injustice. Oliver, hey man. She is also sharply critical of the Could you get your sister up and make sure she goes to school? I don't have time to deal with it this morning. I'll try. She's... Look, if you're really nice and give her space, she'll do it. Like I said, I'll try. I promise. Okay. Do it. I'll see you later. See you. Organizers expect thousands to show up this afternoon for what could be the largest climate demonstration this country has ever seen. Many say they support liberal leadership hopeful Omnira Anderson and her Green New Deal. Grace Dollywall speaks for the group Rapid Response. Rapid decarbonization is our goal. Anderson and her Green New Deal colleagues are the only politicians we know who recognize the seriousness of the situation. We've waited too long. Hurricanes, fires, floods, melting ice caps, climate change is here. We are asking everyone to come out today to march in Ottawa or wherever you live across the country. I immediately texted Leah to get Grace's number. You'll have to make sure he knows that, okay? Yes? Grace? Is this Oliver? Hi, Grace. I guess it's been a while. Uh, You got a minute? Of course. Just a few minutes, though. I'm on the bus to Ottawa for the demonstration. We're almost there. How's it going? Big numbers? We hope. It's hard to say. But Omnira will give a speech, so that'll be good. And Seth's going to speak, too. Leah's told me all about the great organizing you and Seth have been doing in Toronto. Amazing. Thank you. Oliver, how are you? I'm good. You know, uh, considering everything... Look, Oliver, I got a few minutes. Tell me the truth. What have you been up to? Well, like... To be honest, things aren't so good. My parents split up. Annika's like freaking out and I guess so am I. So what are you gonna do about it? I don't know. I, I've stopped playing music. I've got a job at Terra Foods though, thank God. I heard that. You know, I go bike riding with a friend. I still read a lot and I keep thinking about the Makers and Shakers Society. I guess I want to get more involved again. Would you ever consider visiting Toronto? What do you mean? Well, we'd love to see you, Seth and I. It would be really great to talk. Yeah, sure. When? In a few weeks. Things should calm down about mid-May. Sure, yeah. That sounds good. I'll call you. Okay, great. Look, I, I gotta go, but I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks, Grace. Bye. Bye. That was when I realized just how depressed I'd been. It was weird. I had an unfamiliar feeling. I was just a tiny bit hopeful about the future for once. The performers in this episode were Clark Mackey, Stephen Lee Nash, Ethan Molesky, Jackson Watt Bowers, Mary Tooley, Stephanie Fung, Vishmaya Jamworthy, Paul Smith, Samuel Sauve, Dan Venna, Martha Rudden, Matthew Ng, Lib Spry, Cassell Miles, Cindy C, 
Liam Carey. Production by Clark Mackey. Matt Rogolsky. Lib Spry. Jeremy Kerr. Matthew Ng. Delaney Butler. Ethan Molesky. Anna Coelho. Music composed and performed by Kevin Bowers and Holy Wow. Funding for the Makers and Shakers Society was provided by the City of Kingston Arts Fund and the Community Foundation of Kingston and Area. We are grateful to live and work as uninvited guests upon the traditional territories of the Haudenosaunee Confederacy and the Anishinaabek Nation.